Let's talk a little bit about live music. Shall we? Are you thinking about getting out there, maybe taking in a concert? I love the dad rock. I do. I do. I have a friend of mine recently called up and said, you know, hey, Wilco has come to town. You want to go see Wilco? I know you love Wilco. You put that in the rest of the dad rock, rock category, the national uh, Pearl Jam is right in there. Jack White. I, I would put those all in the dad rock category. Uh, a number of those acts are coming to Toronto, including Jack White and uh, Wilco. And I looked up the prices the other day. I was like, are you kidding me? Those are significantly higher than I remember. And I don't know if I feel like, I don't know if I feel like shelling out that kind of cash. And worldwide stats showed that, uh, you know, the cost of going to see an artist in 2019 was up considerably from 2015. If you look at uh, from 2015, it was 78 bucks. You go to 2019, it was 96 bucks. Now, uh, the uh, platform SeatGeek reports that the average concert ticket in Toronto is now $121, just two years later. Jeff Cohen is a concert promoter. He's the owner of the uh, tri- Toronto live music venue, Lee's Palace, also the co-owner of also the co-owner of the Horseshoe. He was on with Kelly Cotrera, and he says that, you know, one of the things that's, that's behind all of this, you got to pay your staff more now. First of all, there's a staffing increase. Just remember that minimum wage in Ontario has gone up a fair amount. I'm actually one of those folks who really supports the hike. Um, but, but, it, but it is going to have a, uh, a cost on, on drinks that are being served, food that's being served, and, and security and land labor that's working your show. So that's, that's one thing that's definitely going to increase it above inflation. All right, so it's going to go up and above inflation. you got to pay people more. All right, I get that. I get that. But Cohen also says when it comes to the big-name acts, you know, those big, big shows that, you know, show up at Scotiabank, that kind of thing, that those have been actually underpriced. Some of these artists, the really top-line artists that can sell out the Scotiabank, um, I think they've been underpriced for a good 10 or 20 years, and I think it's finally it's catching up. And part of the catching up will be is artists have asked for higher ticket prices because they see a burgeoning secondary market, which has now become mainstream, right? Buying tickets on the secondary market has become a mainstream thing. So when you put the tickets up, you kind of lower that the, the difference of the price difference between what somebody can get and what the artist is actually getting. So I feel that's part of it. Again, there probably is a little bit of inflation in there, but mm-hmm. those are two factors, I think, that, that uh, definitely drive into it. Uh, that is Jeff Cohen uh, talking about that uh, underpricing has been an issue for those big-name acts, and he finishes up with saying, you know what else is possibly to blame? A certain worldwide pandemic. The COVID situation, is, it's still a bad situation out there. I don't want to give... Toronto a bad name, and I especially want people to go to my shows and my clubs. And like Massey Hall tonight, I want there to be 100% return on the tickets. But the reality is um, Toronto is still a city where people are getting infected in, in high numbers. And so bands are sometimes uh, have to blow out five to seven days of their tour dates right now. So I think they're pricing things a little higher to make a little mm-hmm. extra money because they, they know they're going to miss shows on their tour. Uh, that's Jeff Cohen, uh, who is the co-owner of the Horseshoe, also owns uh, Lee's Palace in Toronto in his conversation, which I found it was just a fascinating interview uh, on Kelly's program earlier on today. And it led me to talk to uh, an economics professor from Ryerson uh, who says that, you know what, there's a lot at play here. Dr. Deb Sen, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Give me a sense of what is this all about? Is Are we talking about just everybody wants the same thing all at once? Is that what's behind the driving of the prices? So music industry, is uh, it has some special features in the sense that it's not, not a necessity like food or gasoline or internet. 
So there we have to look at uh, different kinds of buyers. So if you look at uh, the music industry, there are buyers who, who we can, you know, the, the diehard fans who really missed the live experience for the past two years. So for uh, these uh, people, the demand is what we call inelastic in the sense that if the even if the price goes up, the these these buyers are willing to pay to to have that live experience. Yeah. So the, the recent stats showing that the average ticket price in Toronto is now about one hundred and twenty one bucks, and of course that really depends what we're talking about and where you're sitting and and so on and so forth. So if you're talking about this pent up demand being inelastic. Is is it your sense that that this will be a short term, uh, short term issue where you know eventually you know that that pent up demand will go away? Yes, it that that will depend on one interesting thing is that you know there these in there there are always this new segment of buyers. Now, now here the new segment will be the 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 potentially the young people. People in the age group of 17, 18, 19, where people have the formative years where people acquire the taste of music. Now, I am not sure if this new generation of music lovers, they are really interested in having the live experience because there are alternative platforms. Now, if the music industry thinks that, you know, the, the new this new segment of buyers, they're not interested in any case. So they might, you know, just keep the price high price high so that they have the traditional buyers who, who like the live music. So that could be a long-term thing, depending on how interested the young generation is in experiencing live music. Uh, Dr. Sen, thank you so much for your time today. Very much appreciated. Thank you. That's Dr. Deb Sen, who's an economics professor at Ryerson University, specializing in industrial organizations, talking about why it is that concert tickets are so expensive. And uh, over the course of the morning, I was, you know, doing a little, you know, quote unquote research. Hey, listen, I'm just doing a little research here on Ticketmaster. Uh, And, uh, you know, I was talking about some of those concerts that I I listed under my favorite dad rock category, including Wilco and including Jack White. And, you know, they're not, I wouldn't say that they're unaffordable. I mean, we're not into the $5,000 for a Justin Bieber, you know, seat, that kind of lunacy. But at the same time, it is, you know, I'd say like, you know, 10, 15, maybe 20% higher than it would have been or I would have expected to pay before the pandemic. Has my salary gone up 20% in the last two years? I'm going to say no. By the way, Heather, our producer, uh, bristled at my suggestion that Pearl Jam is in the dad rock category. I maintain it's true. 100% dad rock. 100%.